What's going on, man? It's Rob from Machine Head. Hey, Rob. How you doing, dude? Doing all right, man. Hanging out in Buffalo, New York. Nice, nice. Oh, How goes things so far? You guys are still, like, on the road and pounding through it, right? Yeah. Yeah, we just got out. Uh, we did New York, which was raging. Boston was sold out. Montreal sold out. Last night was packed in Toronto, and now we're back in the U.S. and upstate. That uh, in uh, in the in the in the home of the Buffalo Wings, the legitimate place that they were born, <laughs> right, right? Right. That's not bad. We have some good wings there. <laughs> <laughs> Catharsis uh, just came out uh, what a few weeks ago, really, when you get down to it, and uh, so you're out touring on that, and people getting a chance to to hear those songs fresh after hearing them on the album. How's the reaction when you when you play some of that stuff live? It's been awesome. It's we're playing about. Uh, we're playing about five, five or six new songs, depending on the night. You know, we mix, we're doing an evening with, and so we, uh, it's just two and a half, three hours of Machine Head, no opening bands, and so we mix up the sets, and um, yeah, I mean, we're, we've, we've rotated in about, I want to say half the record, seven or eight songs. It's been amazing. I mean, like, it's amazing. People are singing, and sing-alongs are great, so it's been it's been really cool. Bummed we're not getting to Boise, Idaho, man. I know, I know. Uh, you were here not too, too long ago and did one of those evening whiffs, and, and people still yep. talk about how insane it is to get uh, almost three hours of Machine Head. Nothing wrong with that, that's for sure. I got to tell you, we talk about that show so much because it was so freaking crazy. I don't know if you were there. You remember that some guy climbed up the scaffolding of the PA and he was just like rocking out and banging and the security was livid. Some girl like took off her top and came, you know, bum rush the stage and crashed through the, through the scrims and, it, you know, just wiped her boobs all over our bass player who was <laughs> incredibly happy about it. <laughs> you know, there was nothing, uh, it was just, it was just a rowdy, really fun show, man. Like the, I, I tell you, man, Boise left a huge impression on us. And, you know, we're gonna, we're definitely gonna get back. We're gonna be doing more dates and uh, probably like the fall, but uh, we're absolutely gonna be back to Boise. It just goes to show it's too long in between stints as uh, as people get a little out of hand. They can't handle yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. They want to throw their boobs out. Uh, Rob Flynn joins us uh, from Machine Head. Of course, we're talking about the new album. Let's talk a little bit about it, man. It took uh, a little bit longer this time around to put out Catharsis. Uh, was there anything that went different into making the album that maybe uh, made the timeline a little bit longer this time around, or that's exactly how you wanted to do it? You know what? We, uh, I mean, we generally tour for a really long time. And so on the last record cycle, we toured for 20 months. We did 283 shows all over the world. And, and when we got done, <clears throat> you know, we've been we're road dogs. We do anywhere from two to three years, every album. And, and we've been doing that for about 14 years straight. And so when we were done, it was like, you know what, let's take a little break. We haven't had a break <laughs> and, and you know, can't even remember when. And so, uh, we took about five, six months off and just, you know, reconnected with families and stuff like that. And then we, uh, and then we started the writing process and then that was, you know, just kind of same as usual. The only thing that we did different, this time around is that we, um, we start, you know, we got a really like, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing, uh, fancy, but it's just a really high quality studio. That's about literally 200 feet away from where we rehearse. And, uh, we decided to break up the recording session into like three or four chunks. So we'd write like two or three songs, 
roll our gear over to this studio, record the songs really fast, and then get out and not even bother finishing them. Just just get the idea down and then and then get out, write some more. And, you know, in a lot of ways, it was kind of like the old days of how we wrote, which was like, you know, kind of like demoing. Like we would demo a lot, and, you know, that was really the only way that you could hear your songs back. And, you know, there was something, we'd never done it like that, and it was just something about, it was just kind of capturing a moment. You know, it was about capturing an, an, an energy. You know, I, I think the last few records, you know, we ended up being in the studio for a long time, and there was a lot of stuff going on. You know, got a lot of string arrangements, keys, and stuff like that. And it just kind of starts to wear on me in particular. I'm producing it, and I just, like, I can't, like, after two weeks, I just, I'm starting to lose my mind. And it just really broke that up. And it really made for this exciting, fresh-sounding album because, you know, it wasn't necessarily about capturing something perfect. It was about capturing lightning in a bottle. It was about capturing inspiration right there in the moment. And and it was awesome. I was really stoked with how it turned out. You know, uh, it is. It does sound really good. And uh, I just, you know, you you producing it and, you know, the kind of expectations that you feel when you've got the finished product. And then, you know, you, you get you get some reviews and some people and some fans that that don't seem to be down with the, the way that it sounds. Uh, you know, how does that how does that hit you when you when you hear some of those things? Well, you know, I tell you what, everybody's got haters, right? Like everybody's got, you know, especially in the social media driven world that we live in with music you know, you just got to take the good with the bad. I mean, you know, we had some unbelievably belligerent ass reviews. And, um, you know, I think that, I think that, you know, people just, uh, they just want to take shots at us right now, you know, and, you know, we had, what was our highest charting week, you know, our last record bloodstone and diamonds charted at number 21 on the album sales chart. We charted at number 17. So we did better than bloodstone. We did better than that. We had our highest chart positions all over the world. And, you know, for every, everyone, we call them the head cases, you know, for every one of the head cases that went out and just ignored this tsunami of hate online, hate, and just people talking smack. It was amazing. You know, because we're so proud of this record. It's a lot to take in. And, you know, I think that when, you know, you kind of do something different, you know, you know, you know, for me, the bands that I've always gravitated towards are, you know, you look at a band like the Beatles, there was more musical evolution with the Beatles than probably any band in the history of music, you know, over a 10 year period. And, you know, I think with metalheads, metalheads tend to be a little more conservative. They don't really like change. And so, you know, there was some change. You know, we do this for ourselves. You know, we do this to make ourselves happy. We do this to um, satisfy our musical cravings because at the end of the day, that's all you can do. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, if if we start writing music to please an audience that may or may not even hear this and fail at that. It's like the ultimate loss. And, you know, there's a, there's some political stuff on the record and, you know, it's some very complicated times. And so there was a lot of backlash. A lot of backlash came from that. Right. And, 
you know, I think that, you know, in a lot of ways, and I say this, I say this on stage a lot. It's like in a lot of ways, I think the job of an artist is to kind of hold a mirror up to society. And, and sometimes what we reflect back is beautiful. And sometimes what we reflect back is just like, you know, let's get hammered and <laughs> let's just get ignorant and have fun. And, and other times what we reflect back is, is ugly. Yeah. I but, mean, you know, like to tone that down, to change that, to water that down so that someone may or may not be offended to me is the, the ultimate sellout. And so we just, went with what we felt was right in our gut and you know music is the type of thing that isn't about the first week music is about all time and you know music maybe it's not right for people right now but maybe in a year or two it will be you know, uh, Rob, uh, one of the songs that pops off to me uh, from the album is is Bastards, and I think you know some of that which you just said has, has to do with that song a little bit. And I know I first heard it, I was like, "Holy crap, this song is awesome!" And you know, I wasn't really considering some of the uh, the you know the deeper elements about what the song is about necessarily, just the format and you know how it sa- sounds. Um, uh, you, you know, I think that the, a lot of that criticism, especially in the political side, is coming from that song. And I don't know. I mean, as a fan, mm-hmm. I don't really you know look at songs as political at first when i hear them because i'm just listening to a tune you know um so right. you get a lot of that from that and there's some i don't know i can think some you know interesting uh verbalizations in there that um probably had some people wondering you know why why did you put some of that in that song in particular maybe some of the racial epitaphs it's about inclusion man it's about you know it's about all of us being in this together you know, there's a lot of division in this country right now. And there's a lot of people that are going to great lengths to divide us. And it's wrong. And it's a huge part of what, you know, trying to, you know, divide us because of our, the color of our skin or whatnot, when really, you know, people are struggling because of, you know, income inequality. You know, there's a vast, vast difference between the haves and the have-nots right now and the haves are trying to turn the have-nots against each other so they can keep money making money and so you know that's a lot of what the song's about you know the song was written the day after the election it was a, a message to my sons and it was based on a conversation that i had with my my 12 year old and my nine-year-old and it was a complicated conversation it was a rough conversation but uh and you know when it was all said and done i didn't really think that it was even going to be a machine head when I, you know, I just started, I picked up my acoustic guitar and started strumming four simple chords that I've heard, you know, a million times. It's a folk song. And I knew that. And, you know, to me, it owes more to Bruce Springsteen and Tom Petty than it does to anything else. But when it, when it was all said and done, I looked back and I went, this is a great song. And, these are some powerful lyrics and and this needs to be said and let's say it now we kind of you know we turned it into a machine head version of it you know originally i just put it up on youtube as a folk song just me and an acoustic guitar on the machine head youtube page and then when it was done we just we rolled with it and you know a great song is a great song and so 
we kept it on the record. Amen, man. Uh, and it, it definitely speaks to me, and I think it's probably the father of me where I hear that song and I just go, man, yeah. that's, uh, that's, that's awesome. I mean, it's just a, such a great kind of note to those that are, that are going to be here when we're long gone. You know what I mean? Right. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly that's how exactly I felt too. Just the visualization of you know seeing you talking to your kids about this, and you know whatever the subject matter is, uh, it's just one of those things, man. It it touched me, and uh, I think yeah, I think it's an awesome song, and um, I I can't wait to. to you are you playing Are you playing it live at all? Oh yeah. Totally. Oh man, I want to sure. see that live. Damn. Yeah, yeah it's good. Awesome. We should get you out. We should get you to the Denver show or something. <laughs> now we're talking. I like the way you think, man. Well, listen, dude. I, I know. I know it's crazy busy. I know that you have a lot of stuff on your plate. We appreciate you making time for us, man. Especially when you're out on the road. Uh, and I know we will see you out here soon. So thank you very much, Rob, for the time, man. We appreciate it very much. Yeah, thanks, man. Awesome, man. Good talking to you. Take care of yourself, sir. Uh, bye.